ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast. For each week, we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. It's your host, Sean. We are bellying up to the bar with probably one of the smarter people we've ever had. I mean, because I've never had a master class. He's got his own master class. He has a beard that kind of makes me jealous a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. We, we're going to have to get him over to the uh, to our friends over at uh, Talking Beards because he's got a pretty impressive beard. And we're talking home studios. I say this all the time as a podcaster. Probably the number one question I get from people who want a podcast, who want to do their own thing is, what do I need? How do I do this? And you can go online and I'm going to, I think we're going to probably spill some beans on some secrets here online to, to some of these things. Um, learn a little bit, but uh, I was given this great opportunity to have a man who knows this stuff and I'm jealous of his studio his lighting he's going to turn this lighting on here in a minute and i've already been like ah turn the lighting on that makes the host look like an ass because your shit looks that good but we have with us mr june aid hey sean look at that you give a little applause and everything nice i mean hey sean turn turn the lights on you want to turn the lights on yeah all right for those of you that are watching live you got to see these lights hey siri studio time how about that? Did that work? Get the f- <laughs> seriously. <laughs> yes, sir. Bro. Yes, sir. For those of you that are listening to the audio the, uh, the next day here, all my man did was say, "Make that comment," because my phone will start going off here in a minute. My my Siri will be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" What are you talking about? Time? So I basically have a uh, an automation, I guess, setup or scene setup that's. That's called Studio Time, which turns on different lights in my oh, room, great. and it just sets the sets the scene. Oh, that's so amazing! Well, we need to get into this because it, our our sponsor's already popped up. Dibs, he's wondering where where his fifteen minutes of fame are. We got to take care of him real quick. So, as always, folks, before we get ready to get going, sticker in a cause. Just a reminder for everyone who who's out there and. Uh, the great world of uh, podcasting. If you've got a cause, you've got something you believe in. I don't care if it's a charity. I don't care if it's the kids' little league team. Your daughter got a lemonade stand. Your grandmother's got a lemonade stand. I don't care if it's got a sticker. Send me a message at either our Facebook page, uh, our LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. We're on everything. Uh, send us a message to the Above the Bar Podcast. That's even our Gmail is the Above the Bar Podcast at gmail send us a message let me know what you got going on if you send me a sticker i will read about it on air so we've gotten a couple of stickers for today uh we had on little recently miles gricks of the michigan gaylord snow it's a hockey team he's like the the equivalent of uh jackie from semi-pro he plays on the team and he owns the team uh so he sent us out one of their stickers it's a little uh cartoon yeti they did send oh, us nice. out another sticker, but it's bigger than my board, so I'm not putting that <laughs> one up. But we will put the uh, the Yeti up. And then recently, 
Um, we talked to uh, Dibs, who is, does all of our sponsorship for all of our media. Dibs reached out, and his wife has her own podcast now called Dads Aren't Second Class. Uh, it's a podcast focused on uh, fathers' rights, divorced fathers, things that they go through. Uh, none of it is legal advice. We will talk about – they do talk about cases, things that they've all experienced. Nobody's a lawyer, so don't go in there and be like, I, I listen to dads aren't second class, and they said that, you know I should pack my kids up and run to another state. No one's going to tell you that. That's not how this works. There's no ways to hide the body. None of that's happening. Uh, but it is a place for dads to get on there, maybe find out some information, and and hear that you're not alone and hear that you're not the only one out there de- dealing with that. So they sent us a sticker here also. Dads aren't second-class podcast. And uh, yours truly was on their show just recently. Uh, I believe that one just dropped the other day. So you can go on and, and listen to you know the sweet sounds of these pipes and on somebody else's podcast and see what you think there. Uh but speaking of Dibs and his wonderful wife, wife Cheryl, if you need your media, you know, if you're trying to get, you know, you want your media to get on that Junaid studio level, you need to reach out to Media by Dibs. Media by Dibs, you can find him on Facebook. You can find him on LinkedIn under Andrew Dibble on Instagram. And you mentioned to him, belly up to the bar. He's going to give you a 10% discount on your first order and – He's going to turn around and give you a free consultation to let you know, hey, how can we help you out? What can we do for you? So once again, that's Media by Dibs. Make sure you mention him belly up to the bar and get that discount. All right. It's all done, Junaid. Sweet. We're we're going to talk about some hacks today. We're going to talk about some hobbies today. We're going to talk about some master classes. For all you horrible people, we said master classes. (laughs) For you horrible people listening. So if you're if you're watching the live, we're scrolling it right right now. I'm gonna tell you, make sure you check out hacks and, and hobbies.com and check out uh Junaid's podcast, Hacks and Hobbies, the podcast. So let's let's start with that, Junaid. I want to start right there if you're cool with that. Absolutely. Um let's start with um and look, my wife's already got it. She thinks your studio looks amazing. I think I'm telling you it does. <laughs> um so let's start with that one. So tell us about um what is Hacks and Hobbies? Sweet. Well, t- few years ago, I, first of all, I have a ton of hobbies. So it, it just, the name just came to me. I, I, and I, I, I love life hacks. I'm hacking and putting things together, like MacGyvering things together, you know, because, come on, guys, we, we, love, we love working with our hands. We love coming up with solutions, solving problems. So, Two years ago, I wanted to start the podcast. I didn't have a name for it, but I was like, you know, I'm going to document my journey as a beekeeper. Like, okay, that's a hobby, but I'm also a cyclist. I also like photography. I also like uh, filmmaking and also working with wood, right? So, so many different hobbies. Like, okay, this is interesting. So, I recorded the first episode in my car while I was driving because I just wanted to get started and uh, Anchor makes made it so easy for me to get started and Gary Gary Vaynerchuk told me, hey, just document your journey. So that's where I started, started the podcast and I had no idea what the name would be. So as I'm talking, as I'm recording, it's like, hey, I have a ton of hobbies. People would actually ask me, so my colleagues would ask me, hey, what's what's your new hobby this week? 
like come on because i'm so passionate about tech and 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 gadgets and back to over 280 kickstarter projects and you know been really yeah yeah i'm crazy about that (laughs) i see i like kickstarter too we're gonna have to talk about like we can talk about kickstarter projects too that's a whole nother thing right so that's how the podcast started and i I was like hey hacks and hobbies sounds pretty good it it's catchy nobody's taking it like maybe then maybe that'll be my little thing so that's how hacks and hobbies came to be now are now you and i were talking about this you've got how many episodes of that out uh about a few hundred episodes a few hundred just a few hundred just a few hundred folks just a few hundred and and you're getting ready to start doing lo- doing them again right yes so they're Basically, audio versions of you know it's an audio podcast, but I've got videos that I need to start posting also because those conversations that I've had with the guests are you know they're timely, they're timeless actually, and they're evergreen content that people can go listen to and apply in real time all that you've learned in there. Well, you kind of bring it up in, and this was something that was said to me. And I've talked about it on the show. I've gone back and I changed all my titles, changed the title of every one of my podcasts mm-hmm. because initially I thought I was going to have these really cool, kitschy, like, hey, man, wham, bam, the podcast. Like, and I thought people would hear it and they'd be like, well, man, I got to know what that's about. And somebody yeah. told me, stop being an ass. No one gives a shit about that. People search for podcasts the way they search for things on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, I changed all my names and I watched my numbers go right up. Because I started changing, like this one, I put on, put in there, how to start a studio. Yeah. Somebody's going to go look up a podcast and be like, studio, how to begin a studio, where to Mm -hmm. begin a and this is going to pop up for them. And they're going to see, listen to the silky sounds of both of our voices. Amen. Amen. Just listen here, folks, as we talk about podcasts. (laughs) Um, Dibs wants to to hear about Kickstarters. I... You had a failed Kickstarter, Dibs? You had to tell me about that. Was this that foot thing you were telling me about? Like the, maybe we're not supposed to talk about that on the air. <laughs> maybe we're not supposed to talk about that. But uh, I've got it. So I backed the kick. The last Kickstarter I I backed. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm telling you right now. I ended up. Uh, it hurt me on Kickstarters. Like yeah. I I it actually was one that like I don't know if I'll do another Kickstarter again because I. I backed this Kickstarter before 2019, mm-hmm. before COVID, and I st- and they're finally telling me now, yeah, hey, I should see it in May, when I watch them play a demo version of the game mm-hmm. online, and I'm like, like I was like, I don't, I don't know if I want to do Kickstarters, like, yeah, because the same company has another one that looks really cool, another really cool board game, mm-hmm. very expensive. In my opinion, for a board game, yeah, and I'm like, do you have an approach? Just because, folks, we weren't going to talk about Kickstarters, but I like Kickstarters. I was going to ask you, do you have an approach to how you approach Kickstarters? So I, I look at, so I've been backing projects since 2014, and yes, of the 280 projects, there has been a lot of failed projects, right? So you, you, there's money lost. I'm like, that's going to happen, no matter what where you go. So. My approach is, hey, if if it's something 
that I'm going to use in my studio that that I'm going to use on a daily life. Like one of my one of my belts that I use was a Kickstarter project. It's got uh, it's got quarter inch selections, so I can adjust the belt at a quarter inch increments. Oh, and nice. it doesn't have holes. It has like a strip on the back, so it clicks in. Now it's the official product that you can actually purchase from their store. But I look at products that I'm going to be using on a daily basis um, in my home, in my life. And I'll do a little bit of research. Who is this person that's creating the project? Have they had past successful projects? Is this their first time? If it's their first time, what do they do as you know, are they creating products for themselves? Do they have a track record of some sort? And then we, go from that perspective. We definitely could sit down and do a whole show on just Kickstarters, how to yeah. do Kickstarter. Because I've talked to a lot of people about it. But but let's stay with uh, hacks and hobbies yeah. for a second. So you did that over – because I think when you and I talked about it, it's over 200 episodes. I know that. Yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's about over 200 episodes easily. And – you know how long or how long's an episode? So, the way I started, I the first season was all documenting my journey as a beekeeper, talking about the different hobbies that I had. I visited um, Tony Robbins event and got to see Gary Vee and you know all those people. So I talked like my takeaway of how that event made me feel and all, all the feels, right? So that was the first season. But then as the more I talked to myself. I was like, hey, I'm sure there's other crazy people like me <laughs> talking to themselves. <laughs> well, Can I read your show is just your show started as just you documenting, right? It's exactly. not you interviewing nothing like that. Right, exactly. And then the more I did that, I was like, I wonder if there's other people. Let's let's see how that feels. So I started reaching out to people, reaching out to my friends. Um, in fact one of the first guys that I brought on uh, I met on Kickstarter. He created a product called Cinder Rails, and I was like, "Hey, Danny, I, would you be a guest on my podcast?" He's like, "Nobody's ever asked me to be a guest on my on the podcast before." Absolutely, would love have a guest. You know, he's a, he's an inventor. He's always making new stuff. Then uh, another of the earlier guests was my uh, bandmate. We we had a little band together back in two thousand three. And he's still on that path. I don't sing anymore. <laughs> what kind of music? Professionally. Just, you know, rock and roll. Nice. Alternative, you know. We did some, uh, I don't I, I don't even remember. We did Three Covered. Doors Down. Nice. Three, three Doors Down, um, Audio Slave, you know, stuff like that. Why I'm not? I'm digging it. We, so I, I, sidebar, I can't stand country music. <laughs> I'd rather take a sharp stick in the eye, but for some reason I like Chris Stapleton because okay. I don't think he's very country in my sure. opinion. He's like a pop. Country's becoming yeah. a lot towards pop. It's like leaning over, spilling over to the pop culture would, too. And see, now I would have said like he's got more of a bluegrass sound to mm. me. Okay. And uh, my wife yesterday was like, "I really want to see him, but you won't go to him." <laughs> Look, just Jessica Gruber just message. We aren't friends anymore. Relax, Jessica. <laughs> I understand. I do like Tyler Childers because it's bluegrass. I like I like Chris Davis. But yesterday we just bought tickets uh, for SPAC, which is Saratoga Performing Arts Center, grass nice. seats, to go see him. And I was gonna, about to drop like some serious cash, like orchestra seats were like two and a, two fifty a pop. 
Wow. I was like, you know what? For my wife, it's her birthday's right around there. It'll be absolutely worth it to me. Yeah. And uh, we clicked it to go, and the thing popped back up and goes, mm, you missed it. Somebody already got them. I'm like, how the hell is that possible? Wow. Like, that fast. But we were able to get lawn seats, which is where they pack you in like sardines and you can't okay. see shit. Okay. <laughs> you can't see shit. Thank goodness for the TV screens. It. Yeah. I really could probably sit at the house and like stream it off of somebody else's, but yeah, 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 you know. But so, so you started getting these guests on, and, and I I love the fact that you said your first guest was somebody who was an inventor and goes, no one's ever asked me to come on their show. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I say to somebody, hey, you're really interesting. You've got a great story. Would you come on my podcast? Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? What's the like, podcast? But, yeah, well, that there was that for the long for like for the longest two years. time. Yes. What's a podcast? And you explain it to them. They're like, "That's like pirate radio, right?" I'm like, "Sure, okay, we'll, we'll go with that." Yeah, you know, I'll be your Christian Slater. That's a reference to who knows that one. Um, <laughs> Triple H, Happy Harry Hard on. We'll see who knows that one. But but what was that like? I, I'm always curious what other people's reactions are when you ask somebody to be a guest that's never been a guest. How do you feel when you started doing that? Well, it feels like you're you're providing a space, a platform for somebody else to share their story. And it's it's funny, right? When you ask I mean, when you ask people who have who've been guests, like, yeah, yeah, I know how to do it. Yes, I'll be on. But when you ask somebody new, it's like, but what story do I have to share? Like, no, no, dude, you've done a Kickstarter, you do this, you're inventing all these kind of things. They're like, All right. This sounds cool. Now, right. the funny thing is, even though he hasn't done podcasting, what's funny is that he's been an on-screen reporter. He's been in TV production for ages. I'm like, dude, he got <laughs> so, so like he's pre- got like the real like professional level stuff. Yeah, going. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so that wild. was that was fun. That was fun. But then over time, I've you know I found a lot of people who hadn't been on uh, guests on podcasts, and uh, they're like, "This is this is fun, you know." I'll, I'll I'm you're my first podcast, and then they get a feeling of what a podcast really is. It's a conversation. It's literally you're just jumping on the phone with somebody, but now it's it's etched in history for for you to go back and listen to. And I think that's a, a good thing when people are starting to set up their studio and trying to figure out how to get guests, you know, because because I will say most of us will put that cart before the horse mm-hmm. with the, well, who am I going to talk to? I got to find, hey, you want to be my guest? I need to talk to you. And you look today, you can use your cell phone and you can just like June Aid did. I've done some shows off my phone uh, early on when mm-hmm. I was traveling, did that kind of stuff. But what was your your approach? And I, I think that's a, a the best way I can think to, to put it is, you know, approaching people. A lot of folks are scared to ask somebody like, yeah. hey, you want to be on the podcast? Like, what was the approach you used or, or how did you – maybe this is better. How did you explain what your show was to entice someone to come on? Well, I'll tell them that and, – and this is – what's cool is that we've been watching Marvel movies for the past – decade and a half right Mm -hmm. so now it's so easy to ask them like hey i want to bring you on to listen to your origin story like ooh, origin story 
Bro, that so gets applause. That's the best way I've heard it so far. Right. I'm so stealing that shit. That's get stolen. it, get it, get it. Because everybody has an origin story. And what's what's cool is that the story is always evolving. You tell That's it differently great. every single time. Because wearing a Fantastic Four shirt. Look at that. You know, you got Fantastic Four shirt on, and they've done a few reboots of that movie, and I, I can't wait for the. the We're one gonna talk coming. Go on, because I want to tell you, I had a theory where I think they screwed up on one of the movies, but this is my own well, theory. Well, of ahead. course, there's always going to be screw-ups. That's that's uh, human uh, nature. See, here's my thing. Okay, so we talked about origin stories. We yeah. talked about Fantastic Four for a moment. I really think at the end of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. No Way Home, or what was the first one? Homecoming. Was it Homecoming? Homecoming yep. Homecoming. So at the end of Spider-Man, Homecoming, remember when the whole time Happy was trying to sell, was like, hey, we're getting out of the building, we're selling the building and all that stuff? Yeah. I really think because Fox was already part of Marvel Studios mm. in the in the Disney umbrella at that moment the coolest thing they could have done is at some point just made a reference like yeah this new guy's named Richard bought the building or said yeah they're going to rename it the Baxter building if they'd have just said just, yeah we're re- <laughs> tell me that didn't give you till- chills oh my now. god that would be so many chills because like wait obviously the Baxter building is also New York. Right. And that was their building. That was mm-hmm. the building that the Fantastic Four was in, was the Baxter. Oh, that would have been like I get chills thinking about it. But go ahead. But I love that. So, yeah. And, and it's your elevator pitch also for, you know, for those of you that are thinking small business and how do I get my business going? This is a revenue stream done properly. This yeah. is a way to get your product out or talk about a product or other people's product. Um, I know I've experienced this and I'm curious if you have bringing people onto your show, talking about their thing. What's been your experience with them sharing it to someone else and saying, Hey, he was on my show. I was on his show. Let me tell you about his stuff or gaining more guests that way. Yeah. uh, People, you know, they'll, because they had such an excellent, right. The host has to provide an excellent experience too, right? If the host is not fun, then the guest like, all right, thanks, thanks for letting me use your platform. Uh, I'll never see you again. <laughs> thanks, man. I, I appreciate you right? being around. Sure. <laughs> but so, as a host, we got to make sure that we're giving them an experience that we're creating that that conversation and, and having that relationship. Like we we just hit it off the first time we talk, right? We're like, oh my god, it's like. And I'll give you an, I'll give you a cool story in a minute. But as you get to talk to them, as a get as a host, you got to ask them, hey, if you're if you like this experience, I would love for you to share uh, other people's or, or contacts or refer me or refer people that might be a good person to be a guest on my podcast. We teach that in business. Right, teach that in business referrals, like bring referral connection, right. and that that makes a really solid connection because now I know you, and you know me, so you're gonna send people over to me that uh, have the similar mindset, think alike, and and that's such a, a great great approach. That's really how my first couple of guests I used a website, and then each of my guests following from that was, do you know somebody? Can yeah. you refer me to somebody? If you enjoyed this, can you introduce me to somebody? And I mean, I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on this. 
this is what my feeling. If I said to, to Junaid, hey, I really enjoyed having you on the show. You were a lot of fun. Do you know anybody else who might be a great guest? Mm-hmm. If he doesn't refer somebody, I think I screwed up. I mm-hmm. think I did a shit show with them. I really do. So for any of you, I, I'll throw this out there as, a, as another side to it. If you do can refer somebody, make sure you do. Yeah. Because you might have had a great time, and it might have slipped your mind. Write yourself a note. Yeah. But you will really make that host feel like, damn, I suck. I really suck right now. What did I do wrong? I thought they were yeah. good. Like, Absolutely. How do you feel about that? No, I, I, I agree. It, But sometimes it could be that maybe they need a reminder. Maybe they need a reminder like, hey, it was fun. So maybe have some kind of follow-up sequence emails, right? You know, because when, when guests are coming on my show, I have an email sequence like, okay, you're scheduled. I send out an email like, hey, get ready for next week. We're going to have this awesome conversation. Then an hour before or day before, then an hour before. So I'm just sending those reminders. And then once the call is complete uh, and then the podcast interview is recorded, I'll send out another email like, hey, it was awesome connecting with you. If the, you know, the podcast connects, uh, publish on this day, blah, blah. If you don't mind, you know, you can you go over to Apple Podcasts, drop in a review, and share the episode with somebody. I got to get better with that. And some of you, I, I want to throw this out. Some of you might be saying, hey, I wanted to hear a show about how to set up my studio. Well, this is setting up your studio. This is part of your process. This is yeah. This is one of those processes. Um, and, and I want to get get. You hear that knocking? Uh huh. You little people. Get, I have a I have a physical guest. Bring, bring your physical guest in. Hold on a sec. Let's see. Let's see who Junaid's physical guest is. I think he has little people. But as as he's doing this, um, one of the things that you know I tell people all the time: if you're looking for equipment, there's there's a ton of equipment out there. You can get um, the people who who do the Twitch, and I love Twitch. I think Twitch is amazing. Um, Twitch people will tell you Yeti, Blue Yeti, all those kind of things. Snowball, those equipment is is great. I I say nothing bad about them. They are great for the beginner. They are great for the person who is first getting. It. I had a had a Yeti mic, and it was a good mic. There was no problem with it. Um, they're nice because they have a they have a headphone jack in the bottom of them. They're very user friendly. If you're kind of dipping your toe into podcasting, I think that the Yeti equipment is is great. It's hundred bucks. You can get a mic. You can use a, a set of Apple headphones if you have an Apple phone to to plug in, and you're you're rolling. You're going. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. But. I, I use the same theory that is when I bought my first motorcycle. I bought my first motorcycle. It was a Honda Honda Aero or yeah, Honda Aero 750. Mm-hmm. And somebody said to me, you're going to outgrow that. And I was like, no, nah, I mean, I'll have this bike for like ever. I'll make it into like just the super most badass thing. I had it for like two months after I really learned to ride. And I was like, I'm over this thing. I need a bigger <laughs> bike. And I feel like podcasting is the same way. It is. Um, you will you will buy that blue yeti mic or you will buy that yeti snowball at at best buy it's going to be a great starter thing for you but then you're going to sit with like a me or or a junaid and you're going to go the hell's that in front of him Mm -hmm. what's going on here 
what are some of the what are some of the suggestions you give? Because you've got that master class also. So Junaid yeah. also has a master class. We're we're running at the bottom of the screen. We have hacks and hobbies running on the bottom of the screen right now. Hacksandhobbies.com. What you need to go check it out. See what he's got going. Subscribe to, to Junaid stuff and make sure if Junaid brought you to my show, you're over there following and subscribing to the Above the Bar podcast and all the earplug podcast shows. Make sure you're jumping on that. But we want to I want to talk a little bit about uh Amanda Love. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against Android. It's great for my children. I'm just an adult and I happen to use Apple products. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I it, it's kind of like there's like a whole conversation we can have where oh, yeah. somebody will call me a classist and I'm not gonna have it. <laughs> also, for those of you because Amanda Love jumped on, please, please, please make sure you go and check out uh just a drag show. If you're in the capital region, check out Amanda Love and all, all the uh, ladies for the Just a Drag show. There's one coming up. I actually got to send maybe Amanda Love because he loves me because she loves me. will take the moment and send a message that me and my wife and my son need a spot for the upcoming Easter brunch and save me some time. But let's talk about your master class because this is like I think this is so cool that you do a master class for how to it's called Home Studio Masterclass. Uh, where can they find it at? First, let's start with that. So you would go over to homestudiomastery.com, and um, basically I have consultation as well as I have a 12-week course. And I also did a five-day challenge uh, in my group uh, last month. And what's funny is that I was just talking to a buddy of mine, and we're actually going to do a 30-day video challenge starting in April. What's and I about? know What's a really about? good friend of mine is uh, live every day, April, called Lita, uh, run by um, Luria Petrucci. But I'm just doing a video challenge. So you record a video, post a video, just get comfortable in front of the I camera. I like it. Now, are you saying for people to get comfortable? I think most of us are comfortable in front of our phone cameras. Yeah. So or- phone camera is the start you know, start start using your phone camera as a, an actual camera, record a video, talk to the lens, not the screen. And that's, that's so huge. That's and, so huge. And if, if you can't talk to the lens up here, just use the back of the camera. Use the back cameras because then you don't have anywhere else to look but the lens. It, and I, it's funny you say that. As you say that, I realize, like, even even using my computer camera, I catch myself because you're on my screen. Yeah. I I saw it's funny to talk about Kickstarter for a moment. We'll get back into that for a second. I actually saw a, saw a Kickstarter the other day that mm-hmm. was a camera that hangs in the middle of your screen. Yeah. And I was like, god, that's such a, you know, it seems like such a simplistic idea that mm-hmm. you're like, this is stupid. But anybody, who cares? But I was like, that's perfect. That's yeah. what I need. I need to do that. Yeah. So so you got this 30 day challenge you have in the masterclass is home studio mastery.com. Yeah. Now that's a dot com. So you do you get into that at all with like setting up websites, building your own websites, any of that kind of stuff? I'm just curious. Yes. All right. So, so I've been doing that for 20 years, uh, setting up websites, setting up. I, I, I mean, I've been a techno junkie for the past. Two decades. I also have a domain name, technojunkie.com. Is that what that is that what you're talking about here? Like 
Do, do you have glow sticks that you swing around and shit like uh, that? No, unfortunately, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. I told oh, you, yeah. folks. Junaid and I have only. This is only like conversation, conversation. The second time we've talked, <laughs> and and we hit it right off. We're like, ah, oh, we're a couple of just geek asses that are all about it. So what's what's cool about talking to another podcaster? It's like when we saw when you saw. I don't know if you've seen Spider Man No Way Home. Oh yeah, the latest one or Spider uh, um, the Spider Verse. Right, and then yes. each Spider Man is talking about their problems to the other Spider Man. Like, oh, <laughs> that is so the most perfect analogy I've ever heard. Right for podcasts, like, God, I'm. We can do it. So already we've got the Kickstarter show. You and I, you'll come back and we'll do a talk, show about Kickstarters. Mm -hmm. We can do a show about problems of podcasters, and we'll get other podcasters we know, and come on. Yeah, we could even do a whole entire series called "Problems of Podcasters." I will always promise you the number one problem. The other side of being a guest: if your podcaster says to you, "Hey, you know, you're going to be a guest," uh, Junaid will tell you, "I, I advertise you all week long mm -hmm. on every social media platform I can. If your ass ain't commenting or at least or sharing, you and I got a problem." Absolutely. Junaid was great about it. Like, can't wait. Gonna be there. It's gonna be fun. Carrie, Carrie V last week. Gonna be there. It's gonna be a blast. I'll see you there. Yeah. Like that's the shit that drives us nuts. So, so what can they expect? At, you know, and I, look, folks. If I don't want you to think that this is just a sales pitch for Junaid's uh, masterclass, but again, this is the number one question we get asked: is how do I set up a studio? What do I use? And I'm telling you right here in about two minutes. I'm going to ask Junaid a question, and him and I are going to completely split on our opinions on something. <laughs> completely split. <laughs> you know? So so what can they expect out of a class like this? So the first thing that I asked anybody to do before you even look at what gear to buy, because everybody's like, what camera is it? are you using? I want to go right. buy this camera. Like, dude, hold your horses. Let's figure out your room situation. So the first thing that I do is room analysis. Yeah, analyze your room, figure really? out where the windows are, the doors are, where can you put lights in, in the room, figure out the room and do room analysis. Then we figure out, okay, what's going to be in your background? We figure out the room, what's going to be in the background, how are you going to personalize it? So then when people see your video, they know exactly who they're looking at. They, they don't even, it's an automatic calling card like, oh, that guy with the purple background. That's it. I know him. I know him. It's Janaid. Um, and then we talk about audio, focusing on audio, making sure your audio is great. Because if your video, you got a video and you people can't hear you. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. So, room analysis. Audio, mastery, lighting, talent lighting. I call it talent lighting because we're the talent in our studio, right? We're the talent. Make sure the lighting is on point. Uh, then we talk about the camera. So five. if it was a five-day challenge that I didn't focus on those five main elements on what it takes to set up a studio. Here we go. Watch. This is how it's about to happen, folks. Where's the peanut at? Where's the peanut? 
You got a peanut in the room. I know you do. Where's I he at? I do. I know. Come here. You want to say hi, peanut? Because mine, Danny, you my, say hi? My, mine is mine loves to say hi also, but he happens to be upstairs. Hello, Miss Peanut. How are you? Say hi. You could look. I know. She can't hear you, unfortunately, she, with these headphones. Look, thank goodness, because mine, mine does the same thing. He likes to come downstairs and jump yeah. on my lap in the middle. This is another thing about podcasting that's great. It is a family, it's a family event. enterprise. It, it really is. My wife, I tell people this all the time. I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for her. Yeah. Two years ago, my wife, for my for Father's Day, handed me all the equipment I needed and goes, stop talking about it and go do it. <laughs> okay. Yes. Stop Permission. talking about it. Go do it. I'm just stay with you. Aw. Yeah, stay with me. Okay. All right, Peanut. You can hang with us. All right. I'm all about it. See, this is why I love this stuff. I'm all about it. Keep the peanuts in. That's uh, right. Look at that. Je- Joseph said, mine cries if people see him. It's all right, you know. Well, that's why you keep them under the steps. They're much better there. <laughs> so, so, and this is why I said June and I are going to split on something real fast here. So, what's your mic brand? What's my mic brain? brand? Brand B R A. Oh, brand. I, I've got a sure. Audio Technica. Audio Technica. Beautiful. What's your headphones? Uh, they're like some cheapo. ZS something. Sure. Sure. Do you use do you use a uh any kind of a mixer? I don't. I got a zoom audio. You got a zoom audio. What's your computer? It's a MacBook. MacBook Pro. I think MacBook Pro for this is right. the easiest Same. way to MacBook do it. MacBook Pro is the easiest thing to do, yeah. Um what's your normal recording platform? Uh I record on Zoom. I record on, on uh StreamYard. StreamYard, yeah. What's your host platform? Anchor. Podbean. What – and the reason That's I it. say this, folks, is there's no right answer. There's not. Nope. There isn't. Uh, it is what is your budget comfortable with? What are you comfortable with? Yeah. Um, talked about this a lot. Average podcast doesn't go past 10 episodes. Um, the average – there's something like there's the whole numbers about two million podcasts. How many are still active? Yeah. But the real big number is average podcast doesn't go past ten episodes. So if you're thinking about this, and I yeah. and I really highly recommend go check out Junaid's HomeStudioMastery.com and go check out Hacks and Hobbies. Go see what he's got because I would rather you go and see what he has over there and go. This is more than I want to do. Mm-hmm. I just want to get on a couple of times and and say some dumb stuff. Yeah, go do TikTok. <laughs> I, I love her; she's awesome. <laughs> you know, go do some TikTok videos. Yeah, why not? That's what you really want to do. Go do some TikTok videos. Give your opinion on things, or go do some uh, Instagram lives. Uh, now Twitter has lives. Yeah, go do those things and give your opinion on things. You'll probably get the same amount of following. Uh, your wallet would really <clears throat> appreciate you. But if you're passionate and you really want to get into it, this shit's addicting. How addicting is it for you? It's very addicting. And um, just last week I was at Social Media Marketing World where... What is that? Oh, you don't know what... What is that? Social Media Marketing World is a convention they put together every year. So last, I think last year they did a virtual one. 
and then 2020 they basically skipped it because of COVID. But essentially, it's put together by the social media examiner, the website. Uh, they put this event together. There was probably 2,500 people. Anyways, at this event, Pat Flynn talked about podcasting. Now, who's Pat Flynn? So Pat Flynn uh, of Smart Passive Income has been podcasting for about 12 years. Uh, he's you know one of the OG podcasters when there was probably like 200,000 podcasts. He had one of them, right? Um, so he said, if you look at podcast reach. Hi, hi Peanut. He said, hi, Peanut. Um, podcast reach, reach. Right, podcast reach. If you look at how, how long of a video will you watch? Two minutes, three minutes. How much would you read an article? Maybe three, four minutes. And then our attention span is decreasing. But people will listen to a podcast 30 to 45 minutes long. Amen. Right. And he gave, he gave some really amazing tips on how to grow your podcast the right way. Is there anyone you could share right now that kind of struck you? Absolutely. He said to be curious, have a story, and deliver value. Have a story. Be Not have a story or tell stories. Tell a story. Tell stories, right? Because when you tell stories, people are engaged. They're like, okay, that was a fun story. Well, I, I mean, it's funny you say that, tell stories. I just reached out to – I've gotten to the point where when I started doing this, and I'm curious if you were the same way, when you talked about you reached out to the gentleman through Kickstarter, mm -hmm. we, we started off with podcasting, and you kind of – again – you were timid on who you would ask. It was somebody in your personal circle, somebody yeah. you felt comfortable reaching out to. I just reached out to the guy who does the food show, mm -hmm. um, True South, on ESPN+. Plus. Nice. And he only does Southern cooking. He only goes around the South. He uh, he has... There you go. <laughs> I'm, okay. For those of you who can't see us, as dads, June Aid right now is like, as a dad, I'm like, this is the most awesome thing because this is what we like. We like our kids. Unfortunately, they're very expensive. <laughs> we like them, but they're very expensive. But this is just so awesome to me. But, you know, this it is a family affair. I make my kids like I, I have no problem. I took my son Dylan, he's 13, mm -hmm. to uh, Comic-Cons and pro wrestling conventions. Nice. And I'm like trying to t get him comfortable enough to go interview people. Mm -hmm. And he just he's not quite there. But yeah. I had had him doing that, but yeah, um, but that's what I'm talking about. Like getting yourself comfortable enough to just start. I don't know you. You don't know me. There's a show called Bong Appetit where they cook with nothing but marijuana. Every dish has <laughs> marijuana in it. I think this is fascinating to me yeah. because of all the shift in in culture right now. I reached out to the host of that show and was like, "Want to come on?" Now mm -hmm. I haven't heard back from these people, and I promise you. Don't be discouraged when a thousand you'll ask a thousand of them and they'll be like, "Fucking talking to this guy, I don't know who yeah. these people are." Yeah, you. It only takes one that goes, "Yeah, that'd be cool. Thanks, mm -hmm. man." And then the next thing you know, it's rolling. It's rolling. Now, a quick tip: so when you do, let's say you have a podcast and you want to bring people on your podcast, you want to stick to that category too, because that's going to be 
really effective, especially like, okay, you have an education show or you talk about fathers and, you know, you bring in other fathers or, I mean, I my, I know I've been told a million times, niche down, niche down, but I'm like, it's hacks and hobbies. You can't niche down hobbies. <laughs> so my category is education. <laughs> I, I call mine leisure. Right, it's leisure. leisure. We're just having a conversation. That's it. Why not? Like, like my pitch it to people is, and that's it's a great point. You know, mm -hmm. stick to what you are. Like when I talk to people about my show, I tell them, "This is a bar top level conversation." It's like you walked into the bar and we're sitting at the far end, and somebody yeah. goes, "Hey, June Aid, you do a podcast, right? You do that thing where you talk to people, and you were like a beekeeper and stuff." Yeah. Yes, I have a podcast. I teach people how to set up studios. Come here. Let's talk. Mm -hmm. And I never wanted to get beyond that. I never yeah. wanted to get beyond that bar top conversation. Right. Keep it. We make a lot of left turns. Like we, I try. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it back and everything. She is. So for those of you that are hearing these noises, I as a dad, again, June sitting there cringing. And as another dad, I'm sitting there going like, Mine's upstairs sleeping right now. I'm getting away with this. Yeah. I'm getting away with it. Junaid's going like, baby, don't you understand? Daddy's on a show right now. I'm an absolute professional right now. I, I have to keep my my mouse my mouse on the mute. But <laughs> like, like, we're back. <laughs> this is the best part. And again, like I said, if you if you have a podcast, kids will interrupt you. If my dog was allowed to come downstairs, you'd hear. <laughs> I have a great mic, and you hear tap tap dancing. She just sounds like she's tap dancing across the floor. <laughs> so, so going through the the you know your mastery class and getting getting into this, you know, I want to kind of give people some hints on some things. Sure. Because again, I and maybe you 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 have a different thought on this, but mm -hmm. I think about a mastery class. You you're not dipping your toe into this. Right, you you were you have submerged and you come all up the way in, and, and you're in, you're in it to win it. So, somebody coming to you and saying, "Hey, Junaid, I'm going to take your your 12 week course. I'm going to do your 30 day challenge. I'm going to do these things." Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that you might tell someone to persuade them to not take it? The other side to it, we all want to say like. So let me go ahead and show you, kick the tires, light the fires. We're going to go ahead right. and take this right on. What's the other side? Because I feel like guys like us, we're the ones that go, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. Like, we're on that level. Right. Absolutely. So why would I say not to, to not do it is because it is a lot of work. Like, it literally took me two years to see what you see over here. Right. And Junaid's studio, folks, are, is amazing. I'll post like, some Let pictures. me just switch the camera over, okay? so Oh, you're such a dick. You switched the camera over. Look at this. This is what drives me nuts. As I told my wife, I'm like, I'm talking to Junaid, and we're both on our in our studios, and he's like, hold let on, show. Sean. Let me go ahead and switch hold this on, camera over. Switch the camera over to show you this why I built this wall. Oh, God. It's a process. This room looked nothing like this when I started. So... I would say, why do you really need a studio? Are you doing something very important? Are you trying to grow a business? Are you trying to build a business? Are you trying to build credibility? You want to build authority? You want to write books? You you know you want to be guest on podcasts? So 
answer those questions for me. And, and thank you for bringing it from that perspective because you really got to think about it. Do I really want to go through this process? Because I have some clients that I've been working with for three months and they're still, you know, working, getting the stuff fit, fit in. And um, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's And not just that you have four different types of things, right? So that's four variables, but within each, each like, which camera to get, what lens to get, where does the camera need to be mounted? All of this stuff is mounted on my desk, so it makes it easy for me. But right. what desk are you going to get? So I go, like, really deep into all of those things, but also ask the question, why? Why do you need it? What is it going to do for you? So I see that question up here. Yeah, I was going to tell you. So so Jessica is a good friend of mine. She's an also a uh, website builder, um, nice. which I will tell you, any of you guys. Reach out to Junaid. Reach out to Jessica. Jessica Gruber. Um, she has educated me and my wife on things as – and this is – I know it for a fact. Junaid could I, and I could sit here for hours upon hours and get into some of the real in-depth podcasting stuff especially when people start getting into monetizing mm -hmm. like that's the thing for me i'm i'm looking to monetize and jessica and i she hit me with a question i promise you i was like well some bitch i ain't got an answer for that yeah i'm like i want i want people to pay me to to talk about their <laughs> shit and she's like who do you want to talk about it mm -hmm. this company she goes why do they need you why do they need you I'm like, I don't because I want really, them to I'm pay really, me because <laughs> I'm really cool and I think they've got money. But she really educated me. And my yeah. wife and I sat down and I gave my wife the information. My wife, who's the, one of the, you know, as a man, I should say this, but my wife is very, very, my wife's a great investigator. Mm -hmm. I leave my phone unlocked. It's just easier that way. Yeah. You know, my wife's a great investigator, but Jessica had a great question. What would you say if your room has very odd angles? And again, for those who can't see Junaid's studio, please come back. Check us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, all those locations for the video side. If you want to see the video side of what we're doing, um, Junaid's studio, and I'm going to post pictures on our page. Beautiful lighting, but he's got like the sound blocks and blocking things out. What would you say to somebody is what she wants to know is if they have weird angles for their studio. Well, the, the beautiful thing about weird angles is that you can use them as a unique setup, right? As a person, as a, what do you call it? Like, why did the Stark Tower have to be not, it's not a straight building. It's got angles, it's got weird angles because it adds more personality. So your room might have odd angles, but that's the personality of that room. And maybe you can utilize that and might not have to use as, as much um, sound blocking equipment because it's going to make it much more easier to, you know, absorb the sound. Again, that's why I go through the room analysis to figure out, okay, how is this room laid out? I have a client that has vaulted ceiling and she's like, it's short vaulted ceiling. In the middle, it's eight feet high, but then on corners, it's it's six feet. Like a cape, like, like a cape like home. It's, it's like a cape home, right? So how do you use that? Well, it's a home. You're living in it. People want to see your 
your digs. You know, it's it's like MTV Cribs all over again because. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and bring you in. This is where the magic happens. Yeah. So maybe those odd angles add character to your room and maybe the way you set up your camera like for example i have this camera on this on the again. side this shows the corner right so it's it just adds more dimension to how you set up your room so i promise you and my wife april has already commented we're building a studio this summer what we're going to end up doing is june 8 and i are going to sit down and uh he's gonna help like if you were to see my bar top i would be so embarrassed right now for you to see it because i've got like computers i've got notebooks i've got marine corps coins because challenge coins is a big thing in the marine corps oh my god i got the challenge coins they're so fun. do you know do you know so, i don't know the marine that. corps so i gotta tell challenge you coins but i got i have this, different ones from this kickstarter so I have to tell if you didn't know the history of Challenge Coin, uh, it's a pretty cool history. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you it real quick. So the Challenge Coin actually goes back to American pilots during the First World War. Oh wow! So what it was is the story is, is that an American pilot was shot down, or an, they say some people say American, some say English, but was shot down over France, and they didn't speak French. They didn't know how to have that conversation, so. They reached in their pocket and pulled out change to show that, hey, if I've got this change in my pocket, I'm not German. Mm. I'm. Is that your wife? I'm from this other son? place. Yes, yeah, my. <laughs> your son's like doing yeah. the best. Like he's a he's got a career as a roadie. He's got a mm. career as a roadie. Um, oh, he's got his own YouTube channel. <laughs> well, what's the YouTube channel? Do you want to tell it or no? Yeah, it's it's the techno junkie. We still got to figure out <clears throat> a quick way to get to it but um I, I taught him how to shoot video and uh, edit his own stuff so he's he's playing with toys he's you know oh it's awesome it's pretty fun but but yeah so so that's how that kind of the chat where the challenge coin comes from is these pilots during the first world war and all the different services kind of over the years have adopted this is just the first one i grabbed this is 100 100 mission makers 100 consecutive months making mission in the Marine Corps for recruiting, they made a challenge coin. So I got so many of them over here. It's ridiculous. Like I, sometimes I look over and I'm going, this is kind of a neat one just for sidebar. Do you see what that one is? Junaid? Can you tell that's air force one challenge coin? You're muted. I can't hear you at all. You're gone. Junaid. I have no sound with you. Sorry. I said, uh, I couldn't see the plane, but then when you mentioned it, it, yeah, it, I have a, yeah. I have an Air Force One challenge coin. How nice. cool is that? That is so cool. You know, so and real quick, Johnny, Johnny just popped in. We'll throw this out uh, to plug our friends at the International Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame. Nice. That is coming up in August, and uh, in August they'll have a match, and then they'll have the induction, induction dinners. They're actually looking for sponsors. Uh, we're actually, I think, the Above the Bar podcast is going to sponsor part of that. Uh, we're gonna do like the two hundred dollar level, enough that nice. I can afford. You know, nice. enough that I can afford tickets, tickets to the dinner, and an opportunity to uh, have your name in the program. I'll have like my name written real low, but then I'm just gonna go around with a black magic marker and there you authorized go. program. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what else? You know, because we're kind of getting getting towards the end, getting ready to close the bar up here, folks. Um, 
what are some of the things that you would tell folks if, you know, I, this is probably horrible to say, and maybe it's a, a Marine Corps coach mentality. You know, when people ask me, you know, they say, hey, I'm going to start a podcast. I tell them, don't do it. What, what is your advice? And I tell them, don't do it when they're like, why not? And I tell them, I'm a firm believer, tell people the most horrible things about what you want to do. Yeah. And if they go, well, that's not so bad. Well, then, okay, then you're fine. Then you're but fine, if you yeah. tell them the most horrible things and they're like, <clears throat> like I, I've got money into this that I'm never getting back, mm-hmm. you know, until until I can assassinate Joe Rogan and take his spot, I ain't getting it back. <laughs> you know, what what are some of the things you tell people when they're like, you know, do you ever do? Well, maybe that's a better question. Do you ever do that? Just kind of tell people like, no, don't do it. I haven't done that, but I think I'm gonna start doing it because it it brings up a really good type of conversation and it lets the the one asking, Hey, I want to build a studio, but, but why do you want to build a studio? And, uh, my good friend, Jonathan Stark of ditching hourly also does it this way. It's like if somebody comes to him for a project, he asks him the five whys. like, do you, do you really want to go down this path? Right. So I like that mentality. I think I'm going to start doing that. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in it. Let me tell you the worst of the worst of the worst. And if you still want to do this, all right, then we're down. I'm down with you. I got your back the whole way through. You know, but the minute you realize that, like, yeah, there's work involved. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of work. And if somebody comes to me and said, hey, I want to start a podcast. I was like, well, have you been a guest on other podcasts? It's a great one. No, I haven't. Well, how, how about you do that first? Yeah, see if anybody wants to talk to you. Yeah. That's a great – like I used to go – we call him the Podfather, mm-hmm. uh, Herb. That's He owns the network that we're on, the Earplug Podcast Network. I used to go on his show all the time just as a guest. Yeah. There was nothing – there is nothing that made me feel like a peacock strutting than the day he sent me a message and he goes, hey, Murph, you know the show you're on? Yeah. We did 5,000 downloads. 5,000 downloads? Wow. Fuck it. I was like, tell me more. Tell me more about how awesome I am. I lost you, Junaid. I'm telling my kid too. <laughs> I love it. So Junaid wasn't kidding, folks, when he was like, I'm hitting the mute button. Fuck it. I'm hitting the mute button every second. And I'm sitting there going like, Junaid, I lost you. I can what see you your say? lips moving. <laughs> lost you right there, buddy. How's it going? Yeah. No, no, you're you're absolutely right. It's it's um it's important to get those thoughts in play and then you know when you are a, when you are a guest and uh entrepreneurs on fire John Lee Dumas was on was a guest on Paflin's show. Okay. And they drove millions of downloads for each of their God, podcasts. that's crazy. Millions. Because they have that kind of following. They've been doing this for a long time. And when you're guesting on a podcast, you just got to show up and sit on the chair and talk. It's a lot less time yes. you got to put in. It's a lot less friction. And we, we'll do all the work for you too, right? We're right. like, all right, go to this link. Make sure you have this. You know, we... we walk you through all of those things. So if after you've done 10, 15, 20 podcasts as a guest 
and then you come and say you want to start a podcast, then it makes sense because now you have, you know, the value. Yeah, well, that's the sticker you're gonna send to me there, Peanut. That's the sticker. We're gonna send that sticker to the show. Hacks and hobbies. Hacksandhobbies.com. Come on. Yeah, look at that. You got high quality. Some at some point, I already know what's gonna happen. Is my wife's gonna sit down and she's gonna go. I need Junaid's contact information. He's gonna because my wife. See, my wife is the one who's really good about. She's the producer. Right, so she, so like the things like the lights you have in the background, yeah. And for those who can't see, I've seen the toys on the back shelf. He's got epic toys on the back shelf. Um, my wife is the one, and and I would tell mm-hmm. anyone who's involved in this, make it a family affair. Yeah, we joke around about this, and, and I love the fact that Junaid has his family involved. He has his son involved. My sons like to to do the uh, the Twitch stuff. Nice. I love that because. It creates a conversation. I don't give a shit what you do. Mm-hmm. I like to hunt also. Like one of my sons like to hunt. Him and I go out and we hunt together and that's yeah. our conversation. My other son, one of my other sons loves Dungeons and Dragons. I listen to Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Yeah. We can talk about that. Another one is into to Twitch streaming and wants to have a YouTube channel. We can talk about that. Yeah. I make sure I can do what my kids do. Absolutely. And, and it's fun. I love I love that you said that because as new tech is coming and we haven't talked about Web three or NFT or Bitcoin oh or God, right? And if, that's if you coming. Invest in NFT, you suck. You suck if you invest in NFT. I'm sorry. But what's but your listen, thoughts on that? Real quick, what's your thoughts on NFT? All right, real quick. NFT is just a contract on a blockchain. It is a transaction that either you've done or you've you've taken ownership of so over time we're gonna have nf we're everybody's gonna every business is going to have an nft you really think so oh yes my friend especially after i visited the um social media marketing world joel com has a podcast called the nifty or the nft podcast and they he's been doing this for eight plus years he's done He's published over a million NFTs. Nike's purchased a company called Artifact. That was one of the original NFT creators. Nike. But, okay. but you think it's worth it? All I right. think it's a scam. All right. All right, listen, listen up. All right, check it out. God, I know we're making a left turn right we're now. Making a we're making a huge We're going to make a left, left turn, turn for a moment. I just feel like we're NFT pulling is the a handbrake. Scam. We're pulling the handbrake and That's doing it. A, I going love it even better. We're pulling the handbrake. That's even better than left turn. We're pulling the handbrake. Son of a bitch, he came up with a new term on my show. God. I always said left turn. He said pulling the handbrake. It's even better. God. Well, it, it was inspired by you. Okay. It was inspired by you. good, and then he came up with this. Damn it. <laughs> I'm pulling the handbrake right now. We're turning right around. Okay. Web 1.0 was pretty good. So there's we're, we're entering Web 3.0, which is what NFT. Is Okay, NFTs, Web three. Web okay. Web one point was read only. All you could do is go read on the on the web. What's happening? You read pages. You create pages. You read pages. You're just reading. Web two point is a social media. You read and you write. You create. You read and writing. With Web three o, you own your content on the web, and that's where the NFT comes in to play. Really. 
And I, just just you wait, man. We're in the early adapter phase right now for NFTs. And I was I was like, yeah, NFTs coming because I've been following it for ten years as well. Blockchain. Ten years? Has it really been around that long? Bitcoin came out in twenty thirteen. I know that. I can still remember watching CBS Sunday morning because right. I'm and watching them talk to some guy who was like a master hacker. Right. And, so and was like, if can you hack this? He's like, I can't do shit. Right. So if blockchain's been around for ten years. That means NFT has been around around the same time because NFT is just a new terminology for what's going on the nft yeah any <laughs> for those of you not watching the video <laughs> please go check out the video currently currently junaid is being assaulted he's being <laughs> completely riches. mugged he is being completely mugged by his children and i love every bit of it <laughs> i love it, all of it um he is being beaten like he owes somebody money they just and, and his his off. level of his level of po poise is impressive his he's just like I got this. <laughs> no problem. It's awesome. It's <laughs> it really is. It it like God. We can get into this whole NFT thing. Oh yeah, you absolutely. And I, you and that, I. Have that's to another it. episode. So we got an episode so coming up around. Uh, so we got what? We got one on Kickstarter. Kickstarter. We got one on Equipment. podcast guesting. Guesting all yeah. the being a good guest. Yeah. Being a good guest. All problems of a podcaster. Um, we got NFTs. We got that's a series. This is so. There's a whole series, and and here's the cool thing that as a podcaster, starting a podcast or building, is that there's over two million podcasts right now. Yes. When I started, it was eight hundred thousand, six hundred thousand. They're now eight. There's about two million, and that number is going to keep growing. Right. That means there's there's more opportunities for us to get more new guests in niche spaces and ask people, hey, do you want to talk about what was the hardest thing for you to start a podcast? What was the hardest thing for you to start a business? And then ask that question to 10 different people. Now you've got a podcast episode with 10 things you know, 10, uh, 10 different points from 10 different people. I think we might be on to something here for a minute. There's today. a lot. There's a lot, man. You haven't even we could do a do, you, you and I could just interview other podcasters. Yeah. I, think we, I can't tell you how many shows I've come up with on this show that I haven't done. <laughs> See, this is Podcasting 101. You will come up with a thousand shows that you will never do. Please so, don't do that. So we're going to get ready because June 8th at this point, I can already see what's going on. I respect it completely. As so I've got, I've, got, uh, I've got a whole bunch of stickers, right, to ship out with the, the shirts people bought over here. Mm -hmm. So I've got this new home studio master shirt. Yes, your kids. So i got to ship out these shirts, and I want to put these stickers in. But I can't send any stickers if they use them all up. How many kids you got? Three? I have three kids. A twelve-year-old who was, you know, in the back. This is a seven. You've got, you've got eight kids. <laughs> yeah, we got eight. I, no, Way to go, man. And and grandbabies. And grandbabies. Oh wow! I love my grand. I love my grandbabies more than I love my own children. Nice. <laughs> They're way better. 
Because <laughs> then I can send them home. It's, it's really yeah. like they told you as a kid when your grandparents were like, yeah. oh, I just feed them sugar and send them home. <laughs> They're way better that way. So we're going to get this ready. Is we're fun, gonna put, this is the best. This is the best part about it. It's a family affair. Yeah. We're going to get ready. We're going to put a, close the, uh, put the closing sign up here on the bar, folks. But uh, please. Thanks, Jessica, check. for the questions. Jessica is great. Uh, she would be somebody I, I think you definitely should talk to. So we're going to talk about it one more time here. So go to hacksandhobbies.com. You can find the Hacks and Hobbies podcast on uh, all your major podcast platforms. At the same time, make sure you go to homestudiomastery.com. Mm -hmm. Check out Junaid's uh, home studio. Check out his process for putting a home studio together, getting yourself together. Once you see the pictures of his lights and everything, it's going to blow your mind. Make sure you're checking those things out. As always, for those of you that are joining us, if Junaid brought you here, please go ahead and subscribe to us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, and whatever platform you're using yeah. to subscribe to plat to podcasts. I need those downloads. We need those downloads. That's how we get it. Look, we don't make any money. There's, I promise you, I, I go to my accountant like, can I write this shit off? Like, is this, <laughs> is this, is it good? Is this a write off? Like, that's what we do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and we do these things and we try. Um, some other real quick things before I give Junaid the final word. We are doing a Saturday show this week. Um, Junaid, you're going to have to tune in this Saturday. Absolutely. Because we're talking to an actual bee rescuer. Ooh. I don't know what, what other way to put it. Yeah, bee rescuer. You're, you're, there's bees creating homes and... and weird places and we rescue them so they have a proper hive um one, my buddy eli eli who's actually a very u unique situation we ran into actually we'll talk about it he's ukrainian mm -hmm. he lives in texas but he rescues bees nice you're getting feedback brother yeah that's because uh, my my headphones <laughs> are out because kids suck. Because kids suck. You know, they took my uh, earphones off and started to switch the speakers. Um, she's, she's got a great laugh. But um, <laughs> but we got him on Saturday. We're going to do a Saturday show, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. He's going to talk to us. Uh, we're going to be talking about bees. So that's right up your alley. And he's got amazing videos. Check him out. Eli e -L -I Barks on Facebook, on TikTok. Check him out. Um, he like cuts into people's roofs of homes and like opens up in these crazy honeycombs where you're like, this can't be real. Um, so we're going to have him on this, this Saturday, we're doing a Saturday show. Nice. So make sure you folks join us on that one. Um, again, one more time, check out home, home studio mastery.com. Go download all the stuff from hacks and hobbies.com. Make sure you join us here on the face. On Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, YouTube, your next door neighbor's uh, phone. Take everybody's phone you know from their hands and subscribe them to both of our shows. Because look, folks, again, this is this is a labor of love, and I don't get enough love unless you you subscribe and then people say, "Oh, I want to give this guy money because he's that cool." Amen. Uh, amen. Thanks, brother. Absolutely. So as we do on this show, as always, and don't log off after we're done. I have to. That's a weird thing. Like, that's a whole nother conversation where you have to be like, "Hey, when the show ends, don't log right off. I need to talk to you for a moment." Yeah, like, as a podcast host, I'm like, "Yeah, no, finish your show and we'll talk for a minute." 
we have to remind people this. So uh, don't log off for me. As the uh, as my guest, brother man, what do you have for us as a final word? Get started in whatever journey you want to take. Stop thinking about it because we're here to support you. Alrighty, folks, be sure to push your stool in. This has been an Earplug Podcast presentation found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.